presented by Meta. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Munavolan. It's Tuesday. We've got a scoop for you on today's January 6th hearing. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. House Select Committee investigating January 6th sent a subpoena last week to Alex Holder. He's the documentary filmmaker who was granted extensive access to then-President Donald Trump in his inner circle, and who shot interviews with the then-president both before and after January 6th. The existence of this footage is previously unreported. A source familiar with the project told Playbook on Monday night that Holder began filming on the campaign trail in September 2020 for a project on Trump's re-election campaign. Over the course of several months, Holder had substantial access to Trump, Trump's adult children, and Vice President Mike Pence, both in the White House and on the campaign trail. According to the subpoena, which is obtained exclusively by Playbook, the committee wants three main things from Holder. One, raw footage from January 6th. Two, raw footage of interviews from September 2020 to present with Trump, Pence, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, Eric Trump and Jared Kushner, and three, raw footage, quote, pertaining to discussions of election fraud or election integrity surrounding the November 2020 presidential election. Holder is expected to fully cooperate with the committee in an interview scheduled for Thursday. You can catch a link to the full subpoena over in today's playbook at politico.com playbook. At 1 p.m. today, the committee will gavel in for a hearing that centers on the pressure campaign Trump and his allies mounted to get state officials to overturn the 2020 election, including attempts to advance slates of, quote, alternate electors to flip the results in Trump's favor. As Politico's Nicholas Wu and Kyle Cheney report this morning, that plan was concocted even before the election was actually called. Wu and Cheney write, quote, on November 5th, 2020, conservative attorney Cleta Mitchell, who had been leading pre-election preparations for Trump's legal team, reached out to John Eastman with the request for a memo outlining the idea. That memo was eventually forwarded to the Oval Office, while Eastman, quote, began consulting directly with state legislatures, encouraging some to simply retabulate their popular votes in order to show Trump in the lead. Per a committee aide, today's hearing will show that Trump's efforts, quote, perpetuated the public's belief that the election was stolen and tainted by widespread fraud and lies that ultimately contributed to the violence of January 6th, and that Trump was warned in advance that his actions, quote, risked inciting violence, including intimidation and threats against state officials and election workers. Today, there'll be four witnesses broken up over two panels. The first panel features Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, and his deputy, Gabriel Sterling. Bowers is expected to describe the pressure campaign from Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and Virginia Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. In one call, Trump and Giuliani pushed Bowers to change Arizona law retroactively, quote, to allow the legislature to choose a different slate of presidential electors than picked by voters. Raffensperger and Sterling are more well-known nationally. Sterling held multiple press conferences as Georgia tallied its votes in 2020, at one point blasting the harassment and threats election workers were receiving. Famously, in a phone call on January 2nd, 2021, Trump pushed Raffensperger to help him, quote, find just enough votes to help him win the states and threatened him with, quote, a criminal offense. The second panel has just one witness, Shay Moss, an election worker in Georgia. She and her mother processed ballots in 2020 and were targets of a smear campaign by Trump allies. A committee aide said that Moss would outline how, quote, being targeted by the former president has upended her life and that of her mother. They were subjected to death threats, intimidation, coercion, forced to go into hiding. 
Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 2.30, President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will visit a local COVID vaccination clinic hosted by D.C.'s Department of Health. At 3.45, Biden will deliver remarks on COVID vaccines for children. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will brief at 1 p.m. The White House COVID-19 response team and public health officials will brief at 10 a.m. The House will meet at noon with votes postponed until 6.30. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. One thing to circle on the calendar, on Saturday, the President will depart for Schloss Emlau in southern Germany to attend the G7 Leaders Summit. Alright, for more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghumana Valen. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. One day in the metaverse, doctors will practice high-risk surgeries as many times as needed before operating on real patients. Education will be more immersive, allowing art students in Ohio to visit museums across the world without a plane ticket and giving science students in Florida the opportunity to sail through Saturn's rings. The metaverse will also transform workplace training. Imagine a world where engineers can disassemble and reassemble engines thousands of times without wasting materials, or where aspiring city planners can build hundreds of cities before a single real building is ever constructed. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. Learn more about what Meta is building for the Metaverse at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.